Today's episode is sponsored by one of my favorite rap labels, Front Row Regal. Started by my good friend Rock City Mark, legendary rapper Ito, and Jay Rios, they are the go-to for real hip-hop. Make sure to check out the whole team, including DJ Duop, Jay Black, Nice to Future, Boo Boo the Prince, Reno RX, and Uop Diggs. Follow Front Row Regal on all platforms and check out the new New York by Ito and DJ Duop out now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You say like. And I'm a mouth breather. That's the bad thing about being a professional podcaster is I breathe out my mouth. Oh, really? Yeah. So you feel like you're constantly like... Moving the microphone around. Or yeah, or like, I'll just, I'll be listening back. You'll be like. <sighs> I don't know if it's a tiny bit of mushrooms I ate, but you're making me conscious of my breathing now. <laughs> <laughs> and you, with the headphones on, it's like yeah. in your ear. Now that's all I'm listening to. But like, like, am I breathing heavy? And now I can't tell what the fuck is going on. So I'm like, Or I hit the bong and now I feel like a little bit wheezy. So I'm like. <laughs> like I've already done this three times. I've been, I've done this so i've done it my at my own than yours but i don't know why but i feel like will ferrell like i'm like I, you also did eat mushrooms not a lot though i'm not like tripping yeah but you don't you ate a good amount like if i ate the amount you ate i'd be like yeah do you remember in maine though when we had the um the lemonade yeah you're at tripping that. your balls off yeah and, we went to the... i drank like tooth i drank like twice like you drank like a third of the cup. I drank like two thirds of the cup. But I was tripping. I wasn't. I was like, I mean, I'm like, I guess I feel it a little bit. The only time it really kicked in was when the dude was following us back to our Airbnb. We thought we were being like, I was just like, look, because I get this whole like, <laughs> I get, I don't know, maybe I watch too many movies, but um, it's like. Oh, I get in the sticks. I'm just like some fucking hick family is gonna fucking. Oh, you watched like uh like um, U-turn or the hills have eyes yeah, or some shit. I don't shit. watch those movies, but I legit get that weird anxiety when I'm in, like out in the middle of nowhere. I was followed home once because I cut a guy off in traffic, and then I was like, wait, he's taking some weird turns. And then I was pulling up my road. Like, I didn't get to my following. I didn't get to my driveway yet. And I'm like, wait, he's actually following me. And then I pulled a U-turn and he pulled a U-turn. And then I was like, oh fuck. And I like yeah. had to drive to the police station, honestly. I but that's why I like reverted to like, I'm like, all right, what would my brother do in this situation? Because <laughs> all right, not that not my, what would Jesus do? No, what what, what mean, would your brother just, do? He's the type of, you know, he's into that more like, not like, all right, I don't want to say prepper. That's a weird way to say it, but he owns an AR. He's into like, like getting proficient with it. And also like, what do you do in certain like, um, scenarios, I guess, yeah. you know what I mean? Like be prepared for, you know, worst case scenario. Like it's like the grocery store. If you have to, you know, if you're someone who like has a license to carry and you carry concealed carry like if you're smart you know how to operate that weapon you know how to use it you're not just like carrying for the sake of uh, being protected and then when some shit pops off like you drop it you're fumbling around and dropping it like you want to have some level of proficiency so he practices things like that and so 
like, I just, I started thinking to like, okay, like, what, how would Sam think in a situation like this? Not me, Sam. No, my brother. I know, but. Right. Okay. Sorry. And, uh, and so then I was like, all right. I was like, look, if fucking he pulls into the driveway with us, like, just don't get boxed in. Like, just don't get in a position where we're boxed in because we can just drive away and drive back to the party or weird shit. But then the guy just pulls into his house and we're just, we're like, oh, we're fucking fine. But you were tripping ball sack. Oh, I was tripping. So I was talking to a friend recently. And it made me anxious. Like that made, like, because I already, like I'm trying to deal with these thoughts. Let's just say this happened seven years ago. But I was also, (laughs) there was a lot going on. I was, there was a, it was a hallucinogen festival. Yeah. And I was hosting the comedy portion of it mm-hmm. and I had to drive us all home. And it was funny. Just, there were just two you and me that went back to right. the But there were two groups of people yeah. at that the comedians. Yeah, yeah. There were the comedians that were tripping. Yeah. And the comedians that were coked out of their mind. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Remember? Yeah. And it was like the house was divided into yeah, like, it's like you don't get where we're. Oh, my mind, yeah. like, like you don't fucking get where we're at right now, right? Like I'm just trying to have a, I'm just trying to fucking have a conversation about what we just did. You know what I mean? Like it was yeah. cool, and I just want to. And we're just like, I'm just trying to fucking watch the wall move. Bro. Like, I'm just trying to. I was just talking to a friend. I was like, it's so easy to find a gun and they're like only for you because you hang out with the people <laughs> you do they're like to the normal person it's not that easy to find a gun no you end up like the uh, fucking jason bateman and uh charlie day and them in horrible bosses yeah that's <laughs> like yeah. recruiting uh what's what the fuck was the guy's name it's jamie fox's character what was did you name? see on the news recently there was an article that said this guy was trying to hot fire and find a hitman to um kill his son really and he accidentally called up a real like cleaning service like a real vacuum service <laughs> He thought it was he like tried the, to solicit them. He thought it was the cleaners. Kill. Literally, he did off like Craigslist, and he was like speaking in codes. And then finally, he was like, "Yo, who, will you murder my son?" But who told and they them were the like, con- who told him the contact? Like, why he, did he found think- it on like Craigslist or something? I guess my point is, what gave him the implication that this is the these cleaners are the. <laughs> cleaners. I don't. I just winked at him. I don't know if you can see that. Uh, you know, the air quotes wink. Cleaners. He was just watching Breaking Bad, and he's like, <laughs> "Yeah, like." But I do see that dumb. businesses I guess people, like people that. that f- the type of person that would hire, try to hire someone to kill their son, yeah, is online, that fucking stupid. Yeah, dude, yeah people guess. are dumb as fuck. They're but so do you ever see dumb. businesses, and you're like, "That's definitely a money laundering scheme." Yeah, like there's no way this vacuum business is still around in 2023. Okay, I' I'm gonna go way. I, I, it has nothing to do with mushrooms. I'd just be high as fuck on weed, and I'd have the same thought. But just, I wonder how any business is doing business anywhere with their location. I'm like, what is? How is this jeweler on tw- Route 28 and on Cape Cod? Yeah, ever have uh, like maybe they did a couple of sales, but how do they have like enough business regular? I just yeah, never. But I feel that way about this podcast. Like I literally am shooting on a webcam in your apartment. And the microphones are the no. microphones are about to be nicer, yeah. but you know, handheld, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> handheld <Angel> microphones, <laughs> handheld microphones. But 
I get more listens than people that's, who like have big backings and but shit. But that's perspective because I think about, well, I'm technically, I'm not technically, I am a small business owner. I was just having this conversation with my brother yesterday where he was like, uh, those, he's like, that's, yeah, your company wouldn't, or you know what I mean? Like he said company. I was like, man, think of it like that. Like I have a company. Yeah. Technically. I mean, I, it's just me and him. Yeah. And I freelance and I do, you know, I get some jobs here and there. I help my buddy like subcontract or work for him when I'm not busy and he needs work. So it's, I don't really, and I don't know how to run a business either. So I'm like still figuring all that shit. Do you have an S corp or an LLC? It's a DBA, which I think I need to make it an LLC. I need, it's a conversation. That we shouldn't have on the podcast. No. Yeah, <laughs> Get into is, the legality yeah, of your... You know hey, what we're going to do? Tell now, me hey, the, now is a perfect time to get would, into... To give you uh, all right. the fucking... I part. would love if some auditor was like had to listen to this podcast. Yeah, all your auditor fans out there. <laughs> yeah, all my like, auditor. Yeah, yeah they you love, said they that love you They love crunching had... numbers and fucking... Get West, yeah, Kanye, uh, the West, West Side, side Gun. That's um, so funny. <laughs> you did have, there was one thing you said you wanted to do on this podcast. What? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, give you that, give yeah. you the gift. Yeah. yeah, he said he, uh, the, the, yeah, the yeah. Thatcher, but I wanted to, shout out Thatcher Wood. I don't give intros on this podcast, but Thatcher told me he had a present for me that he wanted to give on the podcast. So, all right, let me just say, it's like a Christmas present. I get, I'm a, I'm a gift giver. That's what I do. I like take pride in it. And at this point, I think I'm like, all time. You know what I mean? Like, if there was, like, a gift-giving competition, like, I would probably... I would definitely make it through locals and regionals and, and like, or states, regionals. I'd make it to, you know, nationals and probably, you know, be competing for the championship, I think. Of gift-giving. Of gift Oh, yeah, for sure. Dude. He's given chlamydia to 36 women. Yeah. <laughs> and I give great hit. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get good head, but you'll also get chlamydia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, you know. Yeah. You better weigh out the pros and cons. The pros and cons, baby. Pros and cons. So, all right. So, anyway, like getting Christmas presents, like I already had the idea of a Christmas present to get for you. But financially, it was like, all right, I already bought everyone presents. And then it was like, fuck, dude, I'm going to. So, I had it like ready to go. And then even the process of like. Get, getting it was like a back and forth. Like it was, it, I had to get it's it. It's a gun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to, you have no idea the channels I had to go through to get <laughs> You could have just asked me, I know how to get one video. No, but uh, I've always liked the idea of these things. And I've always like thought that it'd be cool if I had one of my own, but you can't just get one for yourself. It's not something you get for yourself. It's Is not it a baby? No, they have. So when, when I give it to you, I guess they'll, they'll make more sense. But like, it's something you get with like a giveaway, right? <laughs> so it's like be fucking Bob your day and you'd get one of the, you get one of these as like a present, you know, or like it'd be fucking Pedro Martinez day at Fenway. And I don't like, know if I'm high or I'm just, do you know what it is. No, I oh, don't. Good, good, good. But people, once they see it, they'll get it. Right. But okay. I've always liked the idea of like having one of my own, but you like what, it sounds like what, a child. It no, sounds like you're giving right, me so a child. Just start opening it. We might have to find a knife, but, uh, be careful though it's like super fragile dude you cannot fucking just uh rifle through that thing and rip it open but i've always like it's do like, you have a knife i do i'm getting one one sec all right 
This is why it's we're about to have wireless mics. Um, we're about to have wireless mics on the podcast, and then we'll be able Thatcher will be able to get knives while he gives presents. That's really what the wireless mics are all about. You want to be able to grab knives while you give presents. <laughs> so I've always liked the idea of having one of these, but you can't. You need a reason to, and I feel like Sam at this point in his career has earned the right to have one of these. And so I thought that, that would be the perfect present to give. And that's why. Are you sure it's not a baby in here? It's not a baby. Okay. It's a Russian nesting doll, everybody. Uh, dude, I know you're anxious, but seriously, fucking be careful. <laughs> like, serious, seriously, be super fucking careful with that thing. It is, like, very fragile. The sound effect. This is this is the ASMR part of the thing for everybody. I wish it was. Like, you, I, you gotta tell a story or something. I know. I was, I was. Well, I was doing it. I was trying to fill time, and I was doing uh, all right at the beginning. So I was talking about like why, like I think they're cool and shit. And then I'd said I basically finished the story. You know, I was like, oh, and now I feel like he earned it because I thought you were almost at the point where you're about to open it up, but I forgot how fucking much they wrap it because of how fucking delicate it is. You just got to be super careful with the fucking, the top part there. You fucking, I'm so excited, dude. It's, it's hilarious. Like, you're going to laugh your head off when you get it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so what is it, Sam Buck, for the, for the fans at home? It's a bobblehead, a bucked up bobblehead. It's a bucked up bobblehead, everybody. I got Sam a bucked up bobblehead. I have to be super safe with it. Oh, yeah. I think it, I might have a protection plan. I think I did. I don't know. I can't remember if I did or not. But, uh, yeah. Merry Christmas, wow. bitch. Custom. So, yeah, I had to, like, get it approved and then go back and forth. And, and it has like, the Greetings Earthlings hoodie on it. You which fucking is the, know it, bitch. The Conway album I'm on. Yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have been... You gotta like custom, dude. It wouldn't have been a custom gift if you didn't fucking customize it. This is incredible. This is incredible. Thank hey, you so much. You're welcome, dude. You fucking earned it. I feel like everything you've done over the last couple of years, like all the hard work, like now you have something to symbolize it right there. And hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I have to. I want to hold him up to the camera. This is incredible. Thank you so much. Absolutely incredible. I got two more. <laughs> what? <laughs> There's more of them. This is dope as fuck. They're like gremlins, dude. They just fucking multiply. My guy. So I love that. He's going to sit right here for the podcast. So I thought at first I thought like, okay, you can have like, you can give one away to your favorite guest that you've had over the past two years. Uh, or uh, pretty much I was like, I got one for Richard Buck, your dad, because uh, he's the man. I know how much, how supportive he is. 
And then I was like, and then you can like give one away to your like favorite guest or whatever. Like I have, they have the specs. I could order more too. So it's funny. We were talking about giveaways and shit like that. You, should, you could do like a bobblehead giveaway. Maybe that is dope as fuck. Try to get, maybe see if we can get fucking uh, amazing bobbleheads to sponsor the Bucked Up podcast. And then somehow like. They do like custom bobbleheads. Custom. So yeah, I basically had to send them like a headshot and a profile pic. And then describe how I want it. I was like, I want Yeezys, I want jeans, and the sweatshirt has to say greetings or things. And they fucking sent me a couple specs. And they had the mic, like, down here. So, like, I sent it back. I was like, just move the mic up. It's fine. Make it. And they sent me back. They're like, we, everything has to make sure it goes through approval. But So, it's like, it was like a Thank you very multiple much. step approval That's process. dope as hell. But uh, I can't wait to put that in. I'm going to have that uh, next to my bed. Which is for this is a little inside. You baseball, do have a lot of fucking crazy, but it's gonna be my. It's gonna be on my in the on the Zoom podcast, which is on my nightstand. Oh, perfect! Yeah, I was like, I do my Zoom podcast right next to my bed. Yeah, you got some like artwork that people have made for you and whatever. I was like, you need exactly. a nice little. I need the bo- I have nothing but, like that. But that's my point. Is like it's uh, Bobby or Bobblehead Day at at. Um, TD Garden or like a Fenway. Yeah, I was like, like, what is he like talking Pedro about? It's like Pedro Martinez bobblehead day. And I'm like, bobbleheads are fucking cool. Like, I'm, it would be dope to have your own bobblehead. The bobblehead is fantastic. But I can't just make a fucking Thatcher Wood bobblehead. Like, what justification? <laughs> what have I done with my career? You know what I mean? That, that's in my mind. I'm like, what the fuck have I done? You I fucking- like doing construction? With your business. Do I like doing it? No, I'm saying you could have a bobblehead of you. Yeah, like, you know what I do have? Roofing. You know what I do have? I have this duck that Sam Buck gave me with a little construction hat. This on is it. just becoming the nice, the nice podcast. This is Thank the nice you. guy podcast. Whatever. Oh, you want to? Right, you want to go? So now we'll, let's switch them. Oh, no, I want to hear. But I want one last nice thing is okay. because I do want. I know I did it on the last time you were on, or when I was on your podcast. But I want you to tell the story of how you are incorporated into Bucked Up. Like, why you're such a big part of it. Oh, I was, uh, I guess I was the first person to basically tell you to go for it. Yeah. Right? Do I, can I take that credit? Yeah, the day before I recorded the first episode, we were at an open mic. Yep. uh, Like an underground open mic. No country for old jokes. I got the sign right there. Exactly. And it was like pandemic we weren't supposed to be outside but right. comedians had to tell jokes we all got together and i said i was gonna start my yeah, podcast we would, uh ed would invite people to his brother's like barn yeah which was a really cool space actually like you could do comedy there like if you and we to, did like, jokes and everyone told me not to do the podcast they're like everyone's doing a podcast i can't i don't remember specifically what people were saying i just remember there being this vibe of like a the people you were initially doing it with your producers, your initial producers, just because of um, one particular person's reputation in within like Boston comedy. Yeah. And then, you know, oh, he's toxic or this, that, or the other thing. People just didn't want me to do the podcast. And then, so there was that weird vibe of like, oh, should you collaborate with this guy? And I, I don't, yeah, I don't remember people specifically saying like, oh, I don't think you should do that. But it was like, a, I don't know if I would do that with him or this. And, then, and all of a sudden it almost seemed like, the conversation like veered away from you and like there was a circle of people having a conversation about you doing a whether you should do a podcast or not and you were like standing off to the side of it almost yeah and i'm like 
I was like this, it, and I, but I, that's something I noticed very, very early on in comedy. There's a lot of like, there's like, you want there to be camaraderie and support. And there is amongst the people you find are your real like role dogs and, and the real motherfuckers who back you up. But there's a lot of like fake friendship, especially when certain people get to a certain level where people think they can maybe get something from you or book a show through you or whatever it is. There's a lot of real like fake support. Yeah. But like chit chat and like things to say behind your back. And I'm just like, like you and I first and foremost are friends before anything. One of my first friends in comedy. In comedy. Yeah. And like, and it came from support where it was like, I happen to have a bad fucking week. We just, we all have them where like you bomb and you're just questioning some of your material and you came in and a joke that I had just bombed with, you were like, dude, I fucking love that. Like, it's like you couldn't wait to tell me that you loved the joke I told the week before. And like we bonded. We've been basically friends ever since. So like, yeah, first and foremost, like regardless of like your apprehension, like I feel like give a realistic perspective to people on what you might think, but ultimately like be supportive. But you I also so, think, not to cut you off, and I did, but I, it's like, a lot of people didn't see where this would go, but I felt like you did. I saw this was after you smoked DMT, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. I haven't talked about that in so long. No, on the so so I can tell you right now, and anybody listening, that like without him even telling me, there was very clearly a shift in your mindset. Like there was just I, I knew something was different about you without you even saying it. You had just this like different sense of like direction and purpose it's like you just went from inside of like a few week months period like you went from like you just got broken up with you had a whole bunch of shit going on like you were unsure like kind of like you knew you wanted to do comedy you were thinking about maybe like we always talk about hey well, i'm gonna start a pot i'm gonna do this i'm gonna start like we all fucking talk all comedians talk that shit all the time and then you went from like no this is what i'm gonna do this is i Spoke to God. What well, was Buddha actually? And she told me that fucking you whatever you like answered your questions, you know. And I was like, man, dude, I'm I, I was jealous, and t- I've always been jealous because I say this. I'm turning forty in a couple weeks, and I'm still kind of figuring it out. I know I want to entertain people. Like I know that's what I'm best at. That's what I've was put on this earth to do is entertain people in some fashion. I've realized more recently that I like talking right and that's why stand-up's good that's why I need to probably should be doing a podcast on my own whether it's me by myself interviewing people it doesn't matter dude I can fucking talk I can sit here and talk just nudge me dude I'll fucking have the conversation the rest of this whole podcast but yeah um I just I saw that focus and that it just I knew something was different about you and like Regardless of all that shit, dude, you're a friend. You're just a friend. Just be a fucking supportive friend. So yeah. in that moment, to go back to this long-winded story, in that moment, all of a sudden, like, you were almost, you were, like, removed from the conversation, but the conversation was still about you. And I basically was like, dude, fuck these guys. Like, if you want to do a podcast, go do a podcast. Like, it, that's what you want. You got to do what you want, regardless of what anybody thinks about you, whatever, because that's what's going to make you happy. That's one thing I have trouble doing you know is like doing the things i really want to do and a lot of it's you know you get financially restricted from doing things like you have times where you're uh 
you, I guess confidence would would waver a little bit because like oh, yeah. financial struggles that happens at every level you get to though you hear like pros like whether it's podcasts or comedians or everybody when you hear them talk about their life's adventures like it doesn't matter what level you get to you're always going to have like the anxieties and feel like you're not doing enough or doing more this that and the other thing and I don't I'm think rambling. people know I, I don't think people of, know how much like I struggle you know what I mean like yeah because well they see. Nobody ever sees, because th that's real inside baseball. Those are the documentaries I want to see. You know what I mean? That's why I kind of want to get a film crew together and start, maybe I'll start doing it, talk, stop talking shit, but like follow your story. Because I even suggested it, and maybe we'll do it another time, but I suggested doing a reverse bucked up where I'm the host interviewing you because people only get to see you interviewing these rappers and whatever but they're really like, they're not necessarily, especially like your fans, the people who follow you as fans, they're kind of watching how you interact with these people. Like the guest is secondary and obviously like a more like sought after, a more like high profile guest. People are going to be like, oh yeah, I'm definitely watching that. But it's more about you, right? And so how cool would it be to have like the Sandbuck documentary? Like that's the shit that I've always grown up in. Like I want to have the V, like I, this It'd be cool to do movies and cool to be famous, but I want to have like, I think like my as as like kind of plain as it seems sometimes. I think I have an interesting story. The way I grew up, that my parents like, whatever. So the VH1, I'm almost forty guys. Sorry, the VH1 behind the music of my story. You know, the black and white where they do like re reenactments with actors of like this certain scenario. Who do you want to like, play you? Oh, that's a good question. I would want and to who play. plays your See, parents. I'm so narcissistic. I would I would be like I'm still look young enough I could play myself. Like that's <laughs> the thing like Howard Stern, like Howard Stern played himself in the Howard Stern story, right? Yeah. Like, I don't think anybody else can be me. Like you it's got you I don't know. Be, <laughs> it's not narcissistic that you want to play yourself. It's narcissistic that you don't think anyone's a good enough actor no, yeah. to play you. <laughs> Uh, fair enough. <laughs> I realized as I was saying it, like I'm too good. No one can play me. <laughs> Nobody can be me, but me. That's what I was about to. And I realized, yeah, I was realized. Someone played Jesus. I, <laughs> I realized as I was saying it, like. Yeah, you Some of, uh, Jamie Foxx played Ray Charles, and he didn't have to actually blind he's, himself. He's <laughs> really, really good. I mean, he's a really good actor. Yeah, but yeah, I guess who? Uh, all right, who plays your parents? Well, who plays my parents? That's a good one. Ken Jong and Kathy Bates. Uh, Patrick Swayze. Uh, not Patrick Swayze. <laughs> Patrick. He's he's like, dead. No, he's dead. the other one. I always get him confused. Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid would uh. play my dad. <laughs> Have you met my dad? Dennis, yeah. Dennis Quaid would play my dad. You don't think Ken Jong would be Dennis good? Quaid, or, or I've always thought my dad uh, reminded me a lot of like uh, Tom, uh, Harrison Ford. My dad's like uh, like a Han Solo. Like he's cool as shit. He looks. He kind of looks. He's like more him. Han Solo than Indiana Jones. That's a tough one. That is. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. At home, play the game. Is your dad Han Solo <laughs> or Indiana Jones? And Han if you Solo. don't have a dad, sorry. <laughs> then you're the, the what's is another your mom, is your mom more of a Han Solo or Indiana Jones? <laughs> what's another shitty Harrison Ford movie? Uh, 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 it's the one where he's the president. Oh, up on the plane. Yeah, 
give me back my there's like always the family guy jokes so like every movie he's yeah. just like give me back my family <laughs> like take it that's not no it's, he was the original like he it was, was a bunch of different ones where he's just like his family's always getting kidnapped because he was in the Tom Clancy movies where he played Jack Ryan and they fucking kidnap both of them they kidnap his family and then he's also was that him or was it you gotta Tommy stop Jones? kidnapping old white guys' family, dude. They will fuck you up, dude. They know more. Karate. If you want to see an old white guy do some shit, yeah. kidnap his family. They're old for a reason. They made it that long for a reason. That's actually there's a uh, oh fucking. But also, it is my whole crazy life is just movie references. That That's all guy, you're gonna get in this is just movie references this whole time. The guys that are the toughest are supposed to be the most protective always get their families kidnapped. It's like, you're not that good at your job. Yeah. Your family's like, you trained your whole life and your family still get kidnapped. Yeah. It's like you, you know what I mean? It's like about, you, you didn't work in that contingency. Into the yeah. Like, the, like the dude who is a fucking accountant. Cause it well, doesn't, you know need, it doesn't learn how to protect it's he, a, his family. Never gets. It's kidnapped. actually a great, if you really pay attention, it's a great like uh, message for like American culture, it's like listen, we're not because the family's always like at home in North yeah. Carolina, fucking on the on the beach. If you're training house. MMA right now, I guarantee in three years your family's getting kidnapped. But that's the point. Is like, <laughs> yeah, it's just gonna happen. Just, it's just gonna happen because you're too focused on the job. Yeah, you should be more for. That's the point. You should be more focused. Every on time that. you throw a punch or a kick, it adds. To a little meat, you know how they have like raising money for the library. Yeah, terrorists have that for every single one of you. Yeah. And every time you throw a punch or kick, they draw that little it's red like, line. It's, and no, it's like a it's like a probability it's a, scale. Yeah. It's like the more you just do this, the higher. And when you get your black belt, they're at your front door that same day. Yeah, yeah. The more your you, family's gone, the more you go out ice fishing, the higher probability uh, you have that you're gonna drown in the fucking lake. So it's like every yeah. punch, every kick, it's like that. The probability that your family the terrorists gonna get are watching. The probability that your family's gonna get kidnapped is going. Another fact: the roof. terrorists have inside video cameras in every single MMA gym in America. Really? <laughs> they. Ha- I forgot the fucking storyline. I forgot the through. He's tripping. Thatcher's I, tripping too hard. He I'm can't, not tripping. He's tripping like, so hard he can't do the improv bit with no, me. No, no, I forgot the through. I was like, yeah, no, but that made uh, sense. It like made sense in my head. I was like, yeah, they have hackers. They have, it's like Russian bots and all that fucking, of course. All I'm not? saying is be lazy, protect your family. Yeah. That's all you got to do. It's, what's, it's all about family. Like, if you're lazy, your family's safe. It, Vin Diesel knows it's all about family. It's all, everybody knows that. Vin Diesel, laziest motherfucker I know. Yeah, everybody thinks he's just naturally that fit. Is everybody, Vin Diesel fit though? I've never thought of Vin no, Diesel as he's, fit. He, he like he's, he's fitter than me. He's but one I've of never the, looked at Vin Diesel and been like, that's a fit guy. No, he's one of those. You know what it is? None of them are really that fit, dude. You can get into shape. Vin Diesel looks like Nosferatu. If they're like you're. We cast you for a movie. It shoots in six months. We need you. To, it's like, dude, you. All right, cool. You, then they just fucking do nothing. They eat nothing and do nothing but work out four times a day for four months before the movie. And then they look good. And then they go back to looking like Leo at the beach, dude. I want to be an actor, but only if I can get the roles where I have to get fatter. Yeah. Pay That's, me to eat. Dude, I'll I, be an actor. 
I'll win an Oscar if you pay me to eat. I would love that. I wish. Well, that's fuck the, you, Brendan Fraser. That's kind of how Hollywood is, dude. Chris uh, Stefano is that bit on he tells on podcasts all the time. He's like, they told me they're like, you have leading man face, best friend body. And I was like, oh shit! I think that's been like almost every casting call that I've ever had. They're like, yeah, you can't. Do you it. don't have a leading. Yeah, I do. Thatcher, you don't have I leading man face. I used to when I went to the casting calls back in the day. <laughs> you have local theater everything. Yeah, I do. I'm you play. Delusional. You play the bully, <laughs> the, the asshole in a local theater can, production. No, I'm like, what is it? The um, not the lead. What's like just the second lead or whatever. You're the gay like, best friend. <laughs> Yeah, but that's the point is like I've never been that fit where it's they're just like, I don't we don't know what the fuck we can do with this. How guy. much do you weigh? Extra. Now? I don't know. If I got on the scale, probably I'm guessing I'm over one seventy. That means I weigh a hundred pounds slacking. more than you. And I'm probably one seventy something because I'm at a little a little less shit. But yeah. here's the thing, my whole life I've been like one eighty nine, one ninety something. And then that one real like Kick-ass regimen. That one age diagnosis really that got one age, dude, once you get One that, age diagnosis. Yeah, one immune deficiency, and my metabolism just was like... One slip-up. No, I think you can, like, retrain your metabolism, because I used to have a shitty metabolism my whole life, and now I still kind of, like, eat, like, shit, but I don't gain as much weight as I used to, because of, like, that one crazy regimen. Shouldn't have gotten so drunk things. that one night. Yeah, well, you know, now you have we all an say, immune deficiency. We all have that statement. <laughs> we all have made that statement, and it's from sharing needles. It's not from homophobic reasons. You know what's cool is uh, <laughs> we've made, we've gone this far, and I still haven't even told us. Oh I, yeah, dude, Thatcher the, was about to tell me a story about him getting his car stolen, and then I was like, "Don't even tell light, me." I've been trying to light this. Save forever, it for the podcast. We left the lighter over there. You got to get the lighter, and then I'm gonna tell this fucking hilarious story of my friend. You got stealing. your car stolen. I got my st- car stolen. Why well, I, I say friend? I don't want to insult this person. Just by tell saying, me the story. Acquaintance, uh, peer. But uh, so uh, we went to. Do you tell stories like you work at Joanne Fabrics? I tell stories like Tarantino, too. Sometimes they start in the middle. So you just got to keep up. And, and there's like, a lot of mentioning of feet in them. Yeah. And I, and I might say the N word a few times. <laughs> Let me don't wear bit. hey this if you want to learn bit. something from this podcast don't wear open toe shoes around thatcher why did i, what <laughs> no, I was oh just... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like tarantino ah, <laughs> i worked tarantino into a toes bit at one point i had the thing about oh toes toes or tino no it was like uh Nobody wants to. It was like seeing uh, toes at Dunkin' Donuts in February. It's like, dude, nobody wants. Maybe Tarantino wants this, but nobody wants to fucking see those toes. Should be like white pants, dude. Like, I don't want to see them after Labor Day. It's stupid. It's a shitty fucking throwaway joke that I did four years was ago. Was that a Chris Stefano podcast bit too? <laughs> Fuck you, Sam. <laughs> The fucking roast master generals in the house, dude. Just because I just because I gave him one compliment a couple hours ago and saying he would be good at roasting people, now he's just gonna fucking start ripping into me because I made a reference. That was a good reference that I made earlier. Like too. the fucking joint. Are you not allowed to talk about other podcasters on your? Podcast? No, there's Is no podcast inception. All right. 
No one wants you to listen. Were at this show. No one wants to listen to this so podcast Sam, enough. So Sam was at this show. It was at the Clean Anchor show that we did. You were oh, where I opened up for Jim McHugh. Opened up for Jim McHugh. I had a good set that night. You you had a very good set that night. I think I had an okay set. Jim killed it. Shout out Jim McHugh. I had not. I didn't even know who he was until that night. But he fucking can hold a. There's a reason. Headliners are headliners. You learn. You learn real fast. Like, reason people are booked for headlining stuff is because they can hold. And it doesn't matter what room it is and what material they have to bring. Like, they're going to hold the audience's attention. They're going to hold the room. So, anyway, we're not going to mention this person's name. We're going to protect their identity. But Sam and I both know who it is. And uh, this person gets themselves a little bit too drunk uh, often. And uh, definitely, like, impulse control, all like not, all that shit goes out the window. It's crazy. Like, it's just a cl- tale that's as old as time with alcoholics or people that can't hold their booze. Um, this turned from a funny story to a fucking sad story. No, it's, it's pretty fucking sad, dude. Oh, so no. <laughs> we went from the clean anchor, where I'm sure, like, we had a couple of drinks, to then everyone went to the Red Nun to have some food afterwards I to celebrate or whatever. So I bump into friends there. I don't think that's aside from the whole story. But this person is the type of person where, like, especially if you're around comedian friends or hanging out with comedian friends, like, sometimes we have comedian friends who don't have that, like, uh, situational awareness. They think everything's just like a show. You know what I mean? They think they're constantly on stage. They don't understand that we're away from the, the show now and we're at a different venue and we're actually out in public and you need to, like carry yourself as such but they don't and they'll just like inject themselves in a conversation but this person is one i I don't know how to i'm terrible at like being able to articulate it but he's like wants to like pump you up and it's like he's constantly trying to like match people up too, like oh you got to meet this person i'll give you his number and you're just i just want to hear about how it's super uncomfortable no but it's like it's leading into it because it's like it's crazy all right yeah you know what i forgot we're on a podcast and now i'm just fucking just rambling to sam i forgot i forgot forgot we're on a a podcast guys i'm sorry okay this motherfucker gets shit-faced we go we now go to oliver's right before we even walk in i should have read the signs the red flags he goes i don't even know if i'm gonna be allowed in here because i got kicked out the last time i was here this dude got so shit-faced he passed out and like tried to leave and fell into a bush and passed out and was like so the first thing he's saying when he's there is like oh well sorry man they're like whatever you can stay he ends up seated between me uh my friend's friend and then my friend and like proceeds to just like chit chat this guy because this is this type of personality cannot help himself he's chatting this guy up all night long this guy wants nothing to do with him at one point i hear the guy go all i said was you're not funny you know what i mean because he's like we're comedians this you know he's that thing we're comedians this guy's super hilarious you gotta and then it's like as soon as you tell a comedian they're not funny now it's like oh my god but you didn't know how to leave this fucking guy alone and at one point it gets to the he like this guy would like just crumple this person up in their hand like big guy it's don't fuck with this guy but at some point all of a sudden i hear i'll fucking knock you out he's telling the guy he's gonna knock him out i'm like oh my god so he gets kicked out of the place again again gets kicked out of this place and this is on one of those nights here when it was like 10 degrees outside right so it's like i can't let he i i'm just ride there he doesn't have a car like 
he lives nearby, but I can't just let him wander off into the fucking wilderness like shit face. He's going to pass out in a ditch and die, and it's going to be partially my responsibility. So I go, I got to like, I just got a fresh beer poured for me. I'm just like, I'll fucking be right back, dude. And I go to like find him. And he had like gotten his stuff out of the back of my truck and thought he was on his way home. He was in between my car and a rock and the fence between <laughs> the, the, you know, the establishment's property and the next, like, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. He would have passed out and died in the cold right there. And I don't know if I, like, I started my truck like I'm going to be giving him, I don't know what it was or I'm going to start it and, like, so it stays warm. I just, I started my truck and then was like, hey, buddy, like, get in, just chill for a second. And then I went to go back inside to pay for my beer, finish my beer, whatever. But yeah. I'm like, if I leave him in here, he's going to freeze to death in the fucking car in like 20 minutes or whatever. I just wasn't going to leave him in the cold because he's going to pass out. I wasn't going to leave him in my car in the cold. So I left it running. Someone's like, you could have left automatic start, but that would have been five minutes. I don't know, whatever. Just dumb shit you don't even think of until you're like, oh my God, I can't. So I left my keys in the car with it running, with the heat on. So he wouldn't freeze. Went back in, was like, hey, dude, sorry. You know, I had to chat with the guy. Sorry about all this shit. Finish my beer, pay for it, chit-chat. And I'm a little buzzed, so I didn't realize maybe 15. It doesn't even matter how much fucking time went by. I'm thinking he's going to pass out in the passenger seat. When I went to go outside, my fucking car was gone. Truck, gone. He doesn't have, like, a little car that's easy I have to a drive. truck. I have a Chevy 50. I mean, it's a 1500, but it's still it's Chevy Silverado. Like, it's a fucking truck, dude. Yeah. I mean, nothing's easy to drive when you're shit-faced. My brother was saying, though, he's like, it's this thing with alcoholics or whatever. They will sober up just enough to, like, a, complete a task. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. whatever. Like, fucking change their kid or fucking get it, drive home. And by the grace of God, and this is the text that I sent to him, I go, just so you know, you just drove just stole my car and drove it back to your brother's. Cause okay. So then this is not the end of the story. So Abby's like, I fucking remember seeing a red truck fly by. Like, I thank God this person lives only a mile or so mm -hmm. away. Cause if it was like a ways away, like there's no way he wouldn't have fucking smashed my truck or hit somebody or whatever. I don't know how the fuck he made it back. Bartender gives me a ride back to his house. I'm thinking I'm going to find it in a fucking tree or somebody's driveway in the side of their car. He managed to get it back to the place, parked it. And I was like, now I'm like, oh, my God. Now I'm going to have to go bang on the fucking door, wake his brother up to get my keys. This is going to be whatever. This dude was slumped over in the, path, in the driver's seat. And I'd, like, wake him up and walk him inside. And so then I said in the text, and I was just like, dude, just so you know, you just stole my truck and drove it home shit-faced from Oliver's. And the only reason I'm going to still be friends with you is that by somehow, by the grace of God, you managed to get it there without a scratch. Cause, and then my, my friends were like, can you imagine like if he, the, insur like, the insurance mess, if he hit somebody or even crashed it? And then I got to say, like, I'm literally, that's it, dude. I got to say you stole it. And then who knows? The cops come and they're going to do toxicology. Best case scenario for both of us. He would have been fucked. 
That was that's a fucked up story. I, but I thought it was gonna be like a funny story, not it at was all. kinda fun. Like I, I had no choice but to laugh it off. Cause it's yeah. like you kind of did it to yourself, dude. You fucking left the keys in the car. Uh and it's Good crazy thing it that like crash. your friend, like your friend stole your car. If he didn't cra- yeah, but they say you know the people that <laughs> they say with murders it's someone you always know. Yeah. The last car- thing I would have expected car- was though. someone to do something like like this person is like so, Scooby Doo pulling off the hood. Dude, as much charity as you give people and help is like whatever rides, this, that, and the other thing, and you're like they're like, Oh, you're the man, I'm fucking there for you, but I will fucking steal your car and take it home if I'm just like don't want to wait ten more fucking minutes. I've gotten drunk, but I've never like gotten so drunk I've like dude, don't I've, remember the I shit I've done. I don't understand. I mean, that's blackout, but still, dude. I've, but even when I blackout, I still kind of remember, and I haven't. You don't done remember it. doing the actions, but you're still like that's a that's like a conscious decision to either get out of the passenger seat and walk around and get in. <laughs> You got to put it in drive. You have to operate the vehicle. You know that's not your knowing car. Knowing it's not your car, dude. You don't drive. You're not just like, oh, like unless it's, you have the same exact model. You know what I mean? It's like going into a duplex and walking into the wrong apartment. I get that, dude. Oh, wait. Can I tell you a story? You know what I mean? Like, that shit does but can happen. I tell you People a story? People like go into the wrong house. But, bro, this is, there's nothing about this that feels like your car. There's, you don't even have a car. I was with my friend and... um. I dropped my glasses and they broke. It was like 2 a.m. And I'm like, fuck, I got to go get Gorilla Glue. So we're to glue my glasses back together. So we go to a CVS. There's a 24-hour CVS. Perfect. We go in. I go. I get the, the Gorilla way, Glue. I go to pay. Just a, just Gorilla Glue is great, quick fix. But if you really want to do that shit right, where you don't even have to order new glasses and like also not have the weird-ass fucking gunky Gorilla Glue shit, 2P10, everybody. This is just a... This is your local contractor, construction worker advice. 2P10. It's got the glue and then it has a little activating spray. That shit is like fucking concrete. 2P10. 2P10. Ten. All right, I wish I knew that, but just That's all right. So you, we get I, the gorilla saying, glue. It's good. We informative podcast. We go well. to pay, and my credit card doesn't work. I'm like, fuck! It's two a.m. I don't have glasses, and my friend didn't have their wallet. So I'm like, all right, go get whatever coins I have in my car. I'll wait for this. Go get whatever coins I have in my car. We'll pay for this, and we'll go. So they go. They come back and they're like, dude, you had like 10 bucks in cash. I'm like, oh, perfect. Like, oh, okay, cool. So we pay and we're leaving. And I go back to get in my car and they go to a different car. And I'm like, why are you getting in that car? Going in this car. They're like, I took the money out of the wrong car. So they had taken, they got, they thought that was my car. They went in the center console and found $10, brought it back. We paid for it. And then we're like, oh shit. That's pretty funny. They went and found 10 bucks in someone else's. Yeah. I was like, that's not my car. We We had someone basically punk us for 10 bucks at a pool table once in a fucking shitty part of onset where you're like, well, yeah, you're in fucking onset. Oh, like shark do you? What? Like shark do No, we had 10 bucks there because we were like going to pay for the next game or we're going to do, like we were, had just finished and we we're going to play another game. We just had the bill there and we're like, what? 
we were gonna we're gonna play the next game, and then there was also they're like, yeah, it was one of those like we don't we didn't take it, but if you want to have a conversation about it, we can have a conversation about it. It was like that type of thing. Oh. Like we knew it was happening. We just got done playing golf, three white guys in fucking golf attire in onset, and then like you know. You just run into the situation, like, looking like fucking nerds and getting punked for fuck. And then my friends are like, I'm I'm just such an idiot and a man of principle. Like, I was just like, come on, dude, you fucking kid. Like, it's ten, you guys need the $10 that fucking badly? Like, you need to, or is it you just want to fucking punk the nerds in the, in the fucking bar type of thing? And, like, my friend's just like, it's not worth, like, who gives this shit? But I'm just, an, and I'm even, like, saying to them, like, that's just about the principle. You know what I mean? They're like, they can fucking hear you, dude. You know what I mean? It turns into the whole thing. And then all of a sudden, at one point, I remember, and I must have been a little buzzed up. I wasn't even, like, this dude was, like, it was one of those things where this dude is over here having this, like, riled up conversation. I'm like, oh, dude, this dude's, like, fucking fired up about something or whatever. So I'm, like, interested in what he has to say. And then, ironically enough, I th- he's probably talking about me, and I don't. Even, but I'm just buzzed. Don't even realize. And then all of a sudden, he comes over and sits down. And he's like, I can't remember what he said. He's like, uh, is there? Is like is something up? Is like something wrong or whatever? He's like, a pro- I'm, and he starts doing the whole like, you see all these guys here? He goes, I'm the enforcer. I was just like, oh great, this is one of those things. And I was like, I'm such a just lunatic and. I'm like, whatever, am I supposed to be? You know what I mean? I'm one of those, like, watch too many movies growing up where it's like, I'll die on this hill. Like, I'll die for a principle where it's like, it's not, dude, you get older and you realize, like, dude, who gives a, just walk, it's not worth it, dude. Yeah. But I'm, like, sitting there, like, is that, like, I don't know, are you intimidate? are you trying to intimidate me? And he's like, if I wanted to intimidate you, I'd go get my Mac-10 out of the trunk. And I'm just like, oh my God, really? Like, this is going to be one of those fucking nights? Like, are we going to get jumped? Am I, I guess I'm going to have to just fucking... This is why you don't play golf. This is why you don't play golf. Or pool and onset. Don't go to billiards and onset. It's not worth it, dude. There's plenty of pool tables around. There's way nicer establishments than fucking when Stevie I, B's. When I walked in, we were fucking... You were watching F1. When I went, we were fucking? <laughs> you were watching F1. F1's dope, And I feel dude. like F1 and golf are the same for me. That the barrier of entry of price is so high that it's just dumb as fuck. Yeah. Like, to be a good golfer, you just have to be, like, you have to have a hell of a lot of money. Yeah. Well, that's, you don't have to. I mean, you have to really want to play golf. And then there's ways that you can find to play golf. But that's the same thing with, like, hockey. It's the same thing with, like, and then the tiers, like, Football, but all right, F one. Let's Hockey's go to the most. Ex- maybe like, you know, golf is a bad one. But golf like, super expensive. F one. Hockey super expensive. If you that's really why. wanted to be an F one racer, how much do one of those cars cost? Oh, uh, they're like each car is like a multi million dollar setup, and they crash them and have to fix them. They're like, yeah, that's probably going to cost a million dollars to fix that. That's what I mean. Race. The barrier of entry is so high. How is that For so F1. popular? It's popular, like uh, soccer. It's, it's pop worldwide popular in Europe and whatever because backed by fucking Saudi money. It's like it's, there's so much money and sponsorships, all those corporate shit. And also, like that was like back in the day. Like that's when you won Formula One or you won Le Mans. 
like the 24-hour Le Mans, like that's how you got your brand. That's why uh, you saw Ford versus Ferrari, right? That no, was the I whole, did not. You didn't see Ford versus No. You got to see and Ford. And I did not want to. Really? You want to know why I didn't want to see Ford Tell Ferrari? Whenever I was like, oh, so like what makes it so a good, such a good movie? Yeah. People would be like, the sounds. Oh, the that's car okay. sounds. No, you and actually like, I don't learn. give a fuck no, you about really, cars or their sounds. No, you really learn the backstory of what it took for Shelby to like get that car built. I'll you know give what I mean? Fuck the about that. Dude, it's just a good fuck the sound, dude. You like good movies? Uh, no. You're such a fucking homo, dude. I know you do. <laughs> I don't. You're like the whale was the best movie I have ever seen in my whole entire life. I did life, like the whale dude. a lot. I did like yeah, the whale a lot. And that's how you fucking that was your critique of it too. It was the best movie I have seen in my whole entire life. Okay, you're telling right. me this guy I wrote it on Facebook. Like, this guy doesn't I wrote like it fucking on Facebook. Movies, I didn't say it that way. Okay. That's an exaggeration, but it's like, oh shit, Sam really likes the whale. And I I respect your taste in movies. Unfortunately, Fuck Ford unfortunately, this Fuck fucking Ford and Ferrari. Unfortunately, this knucklehead that fucking stole my car, um, to his credit, has great taste in movies. He's told me some move like a movie to. We've had. Movies I we think both you're like. forgetting we're on a podcast to get. I what? What are you talking about? Just a quick little fucking reference, dude. What are you talking about? Why are you getting all? I want to talk why are you so about the barrier about the of entry oh, in F one. Sorry, I forgot you're the host of this <laughs> stupid ass. Fucking this isn't thing. Woody Two Shoes. You I'm can sorry, check it I'm out not on. a fucking rapper with some amazing backstory and fucking. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I <laughs> just want to know. Let's, how like, do we make how do you get? Content? How do you get into F one as like a driver or as like yeah, a team? like hey, I want to do this. You have give to give me ten million dollars. Well, it, all right, it's like it's literally like any other sport, any other endeavor, any other business endeavor, anything that you want to do. You got to be dedicated at full blown from like the time you're a fucking baby, dude. Like, yeah, but the reason so, soccer's so uh, popular is because the barrier of entry is so low, right? And also, like, F1. it's just played because not because we. If you make thirty thousand dollars a year, you're in one. You're a one percenter. So everybody in the rest of the world, on average, is underneath that financially. So yeah, they go buy a soccer ball. And that's why soccer's popular around the world. Like you said, the barrier of entry is so low, so everybody plays. That's why... Who's buying F1 cars? You can't buy F1 cars, but you can enter go-kart races. You can race is go-kart. Is how it starts? It does. It literally does. You start like... Yeah, they start... <laughs> that's like... All right. Being no, an but, F, no, being an F1 driver and starting with go-karts is being like... I want to be a professional golfer. Let me go to the mini golf course. You can though. Like you can fucking learn how to putt better than anybody on a mini golf course. Like, I would love like that. that scene from Happy Gil Gilmore is not like so far fetched that he took him to fucking putt putt. Go kart is hilarious. That that's how you start F one. It's not how you start F one. You start in F three. Then you go to F two. Then there's minor leagues. So you have to win at those stages. It's the same thing. That's as like being a, like. I want to be a painter. And then you go to like Chili's and you get the children's coloring page and you start You start drawing it. somewhere, right? But here's the thing. The cost of entry to the art galleries is who you know, how long you've been doing it, how you market yourself. It's literally the same with that. I mean, yeah. But as a kid though, they're not going to put you into something that has as many more G's than fucking a 
an F-16. I you just, know what I mean? The term go-kart is such a childish... Kart racing, extreme kart... Those, those things go fucking like 50 miles. They go fast as shit, dude. And you can really fuck yourself up. And you're exposed... You don't have that like canopy that protects you or roll bars. You have to expose yourself. It's any. It's like any type of racing. You have to be. So you have to be just dick out in an F one car. You could be good at kart racing and go to NASCAR and who knows what. If you're a gangster ass racer, they have to know that you've been racing your whole life before they're gonna put you in a fucking three million dollar car. It's the same thing as all right. This is me. This is me pitching myself to Mercedes. How do you the Mercedes F one? Team, how do you? I go in and I give them my resume, and they're like, "Shit, I gotta call up Jeff's Pup Pup Palace and see what his go kart numbers are to see if we'll hire him for Mercedes." It's like any other sport. There are minor leagues all the way down to the like championship kart racing. Yeah, absolutely. But then once you prove yourself there, you might be one of those guys who races those fucking four-wheel drive like four by fours on dirt tracks and then you like championship and you're like i'm gonna explore and someone puts you in a car like you got to win a seat in a car right so they're not gonna just be like hey i think this guy like killed it on a like it's dude when you okay hold on the toilets the toilets clogged again let me give let me check his times the fucking you need another ball the yes. military <laughs> the military puts people in f-18s right but they start on simulators, video games. That's no different than saying a go kart to F one. Like it's you have to have some something that's a simulation of it. That's like no different than saying you want to train for war, but you're using paintballs. Those don't hurt. Well, you can't fucking kill people. You can't literally have people murdering each other to train them for war. So you give them paintballs. You give them airsoft guns. That's no different than a go kart to an F one. Right? Calls up people that are like professional esports players. And be like, we need you to fly drones. Yeah, absolutely. I've thought about Yeah, for, for sure. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Or like guys who have then transferred that into like drone skills, like winning like drone competitions. Those crazy like drone races they do now and shit. But yeah, I wouldn't They're probably nerds. Drone flyers. Probably nerds. That if you is fly the most, drones, hey, you're probably a nerd. Uh, this is the Sam Bucked Up podcast with your host, Captain Obvious. You're probably a nerd. You're probably a fucking nerd. You're just eyes. Imagine your eyes a kite. You're like imagine. You're probably nerds, dude. It's fucking drone, dude. If you fly a drone, well, I'm just imagining that their body count is so high of innocent civilians, but they're virgins. They have only one type of body count. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's the long-winded way to that. It's bit. like the X Y. <laughs> it's like the X Y axis yeah. for the how big. Like it's like goes from it's, but the Y axis goes from high numbers up to women zero you've to killed, women you fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you're a fucking drone pilot, yeah. it's just all the way straight up the, the line. Further yeah. up, the more drone kills you have, the less fucking kills you have. The less, <laughs> the less fucking bodies you have sex in the bed. Yeah, it's a direct correlation. <laughs> direct sure. correlation. Well, think about it. They're rec- total recluses. How many? They like rotate shifts and pr- and they got to like sign in and they're locked into these secret fucking quarters. And yeah, dude, that's I don't think be I'd life. ever be able to sign an NDA. Do you ever be? You ever think they're like in between a flight? Like they just got done like whatever, and the adrenaline's so high or whatever, and the drones on the return flight on autopilot, but they're still got to wait to land the thing. Right? They're locked in the. Their secret. You ever think they rub one out? Like they probably rub like. 
There's probably they probably got it. You're calling me dumb. You're thinking about if dudes are jerking off after murdering that's a all family I, of that's, uh, that's all of, I do. So that's dude, all right. That's just, all I do. So that's what's on my mind. I'm like, uh, just put your all right. I they just murdered an innocent Syrian family. Yeah, but that's not. They're not going to be hard as a rock. But you're adrenaline. <laughs> you're adrenaline. Uh, <laughs> I gotta stop fucking with this, the, the fucking. Uh, what do they call this? The muff. Uh, <laughs> you gotta stop fucking with those muffs. I gotta stop fucking with the muff, dude. <laughs> I keep touching this muff, and it's messing the sound up. I no, I don't think after you kill a bunch of innocent civilians, you can jerk one jerk off. I don't think you're jerking off to killing the civilians, but I think you're like you're thinking about your wife at home or whatever. But your adrenaline is through the roof. Dude. You kill a family, and you're like, I wish I could I kill my mine. family. I miss mine. <laughs> you see, you have just as dark of a. You're like, oh, you're thinking about jerking off. You're like, as look where your brain went to, you fucking psychopath. Yeah, I was thinking, thinking about killing uh, yours. You do you actually What's going think on it's home, way Sam? crazier to after murdering a family to I think it's more crazy to think I want to jerk off right now than I wish my family was dead. Look. <laughs> stop putting it in the context of right after murdering a family, okay? Right? Isn't that what a drone pilot's job Stop is? Stop it. You're that's missing. Number, no, you missed. No, let's. We gotta what hone is a in. drone pilot's a job other than murdering innocent we people? We got to hone in on the specifics of this conversation. It was your adrenaline is through the roof and you're locked in this room for another couple of hours before you got to <laughs> land the plane. That's it, dude. You think there's no prior? There's no. It's anything. It's they. That's how they live their lives anyway. You got to remove yourself from the act. It has to be segmented. You know what I mean? You got to live by the moment. You can't think about the fact that whatever they're like. like, Is it a school? Is it a fucking chapel? Like I don't know, dude. It's the assignment. Okay, it's just look. It's just a ping on a map, dude. And then I set the thing in autopilot and I go back, dude. Completely removed from that act, right? And now it's an hour later. I'm fucking, I just fucking ate a Snickers, dude, and had Coke, so now I got a little bit of a sugar rush. Like, but my adrenaline's waning. But I was thinking about my wife, and like right before I take a a quick 20 minute nap before the alarm goes off, because the autopilot's gonna, now I'm gonna have to land the drone, and my shift's gonna be up. Like, I don't know, maybe fucking rub one out. I wanna (laughs) add another layer. These guys are nerds, they don't have wives. That's why they're definitely now. You, okay, now you, you're helping my case. You're not making more points against it. Uh-huh. These guys, yeah, exactly. Which means they're fucking horny as shit, dude. They probably have mags in there with them. They probably <laughs> rotate. Wait, so in this scenario, you don't think mags. the they're government like, has cameras watching what they're doing? Yeah, there's ways around that shit, dude. The military, there is so much fucking going on in the military. Like all the women in the, I just heard this recently. Like all the women in the military are fucking. There's all no the women, way. everyone, everyone's fucking. Everyone's what fucking. Ever. That's my point. So if you're not fucking, you're jerking off. What's different in the military? There are ways around There's it. Two types of people in this you know, world. Your point you is, either fuck or you no, jerk your, off. Your point was is like you don't think the government's watching them. That's literally their their government is their boss twenty four seven. The government's always watching them. Yeah, but they still find a way to fuck. You don't think they can find a way to rub one out? 
You don't. Th- do you think anyone's ever All hacked right, into your computer not, while you're jerk- jerking? Maybe off. they're not jerking off inside the box, but they're definitely <laughs> like fucking doing it right before they get back to their right when they get back to their bunk. You never jerked off in an airplane bathroom? I've you- jerked off in a bouse house, dude. Are you kidding me? In a I've, bounce house? A bouse house. Oh, I think it's an outhouse. A, 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 a fucking shitter. A fucking hey, I portable. I thought you said you jerked portable, off in a bounce house, and I was like, all right, I'm calling the police. That's it. The podcast is over. I'm called. If you podcast jerk off, podcast is over. If you jerk off at a bounce, like, I'm like, how do you how do you delete this shit, dude? I'm smashing your fucking laptop, dude. Like, I didn't say that. I didn't say bounce house. <laughs> An outhouse. Uh, yeah, I've, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. That bear was thick, dude. I well, listen. I was old enough to, I was old enough to drink when I lost my virginity, and I've been working on construction since I. Was I eight. forgot that. How old were you? I was working construction since you I was twenty. 18. I was working construction since I was. You were twenty one when you lost. So your there's virginity? a couple years in between while I'm working construction where I am horny as all fucking hell, dude. And you lost your virginity at twenty one. Yeah, I think I might. I think I might even been twenty two. How did you do it? Pretty savage, actually. I fucking picked up a one of the J1 students that was just riding her bike on the side of fucking Route 28. And what gave me the weird confidence to do that was my buddy would just, like, jokingly... He, he doesn't give a shit. He'll shout shit out of the car to people just to make us laugh. Like, one time, he pulled up on... Uh, a girl with special needs. I, Jesus Christ! At Stop and Shop, and he goes, <laughs> "I don't uh, know." Please. He goes, "What?" He goes, "What?" Uh, what are the chances of us getting some uh, group head? And I, dude, I could not believe he said this shit. I was like, and she goes, "Oh, you're bad." <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know. <laughs> this podcast is going to be two minutes long. So, so the point is, is this I dude, do not condone that so, story. So he told me a story of him shouting some shit out to some foreign girl at like Stop and Shop or whatever. And she's like, she thought he was like offering her a ride. and and But he didn't like give her a ride. But I was like, oh shit, you can just like offer these bitches rides? Like, I don't know what gave, I don't know, it's just one of those weird things, like, sometimes you just have these moments where you're just like, I don't know, I'm gonna take a chance, like, I'm terrible at hitting on girls, I've, that's one part of my life, I've, cause I'm like, class clown, so like, I know how to like, interact with them and flirt with them or whatever, but then it, when it has to make that like, switch to, hey, you wanna like, hang out, like, that whole thing, it's like, I've never been good at that shift. So I've just never been good at picking up girls. So it's always kind of like weird and awkward and just, I'm getting, I'm like 40 years old and like still just kind of figuring out women. Like they're a fucking goddamn mystery. But the point is on this day, I had a moment. I was like, I don't know, whatever. I drove by this smoking hot blonde girl riding her bike uh, down 28. I knew she was, had to have been foreign, whatever. Even if she wasn't, I didn't care. I just like swung back around I was like, fuck it. I don't care. I'm going to take a chance. Swung back around. I pulled up alongside of her. I was like, can I give you a ride? And she goes, I can't understand. <laughs> she was full-blown, like, Bulgarian, J1 student working at CVS. But it was like a long bike ride from Yarmouth to Hyannis. So she actually, like, took the ride and then, whatever, flirted with her, hung out a couple times. And she was going, uh, like, the second time we hung out, she goes, Americans are so fast. Like, thinking I'm, like, trying to move fast. And I was like, oh, whatever, I'm trying to get laid. But the, then the very next time we hooked, we hung out, we started kissing. And she wanted, like, she's like, let's get in the back seat. And I was like, I thought, we're fast. Like, Jesus, I just started kissing you. And you're trying to get in the back seat already. And then 
Yeah, went back to my apartment. And I'm going to say I was cool having a panic attack that you had been like, I don't speak English. And then you fucked that day. I'm happy you went on a few dates. No, we went on a few dates right, and stuff. God. And I chatted. She actually knew. She I was spoke. having an anxiety attack throughout that whole story. Though. I was going to have to edit this story. Out. Why? That she obviously was attracted. To, like, I didn't fucking... To sexually assault the girl like know, you know what I mean everything I know, was consensual you started well, it off with a horrible story so of your why, friend yelling out the window why does it but if it was a one night stand who can't like why that would have been amazing just I, saying, pulled a, I pulled a girl I'm that doesn't saying. even speak my language that's a pretty sad that's pretty cool but no we did hang out a few times and um she spoke like Italian too so she spoke like three languages I was like you're way smarter than me this fucking oh thing. yeah cute young girl and then I even like that's the thing. Like I'm not, I'm not good at like casually dating either. Like we could have hung out a few more times. Like I went and saw her at, at CVS, and I could tell she was kind of smitten. I was like, dude, she was adorable as fuck, dude. Marina, I still remember her name to this day. Of course, I I don't I can't remember what she looks like really, but I remember she was an absolute smoke show, and I was like super like. Uh, no, I was like, I had anxiety because it was like my first time. So I was like, told her it was my first time. I was like, this is, and she goes, I don't believe you. So I was like, oh shit. I'm fucking... But I ended up like coming in the condom, sitting on the bed, like in between, like having sex and then having conversation with her. I like, like, like a total like virgin. I busted it out. I faked in the condom, my first orgasm. Sitting. I faked an orgasm. That, by the way, I don't think girls understand how hard, unless you're, if you're like, wearing a condom, you can fake an orgasm because you'd be like, oh, you know, fake thing. And then you pull out and like, just turn around and go throw it away real quick. And like nothing happened. But if you're not wearing, have you ever had to, have you ever faked an orgasm not wearing a condom? Um, now th that probably. is, a, that is a challenge. When I was friend. younger, probably. That is a challenge. I don't remember. Friend. I was like, I, I knew, I was like, I am not going to, I knew I, I was like, I'm not going to fucking, I know I'm not going to come. How do I get out of this situation? And I don't I was, remember a lot this of This is shit. so embarrassing, dude. It, almost every sexual encounter I've ever had has been like a comedy for me. I swear, this is how I know I'm a comedian, dude. Like all of my encounters in life are like all comedic, dude. They're all like Ben Stiller movies. You know what I mean? But I fucking, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to pull out and I'm going to spit on her back. That's just you doing dumb shit. I know, but I'm just saying, it's like... Life really throws me weird situations, and then it's just you doing dumb shit. It really is just me doing dumb shit, but that's why, because I'm... I'm a, I don't know, I guess I'm a comedian at heart, but... <laughs> and I just think about... Because for me, it's always, like, the story. I don't care if there's a funny story, like, I... Like I I'm excited to tell. Like most people are like, I will never tell anybody about this ever. And I'm like, give me a microphone. I'm like, dude, I fucking cannot wait to tell everybody about the time I came in my own eye. <laughs> that happened. That's a real, yeah, that was a more recent thing too. Like, I don't know how it, it missed her shoulder somehow. Like it, it went up and over and just. That's impressive. Yeah. It's like, I don't even know how this is possible, but it, when it happened, I was laughing in the moment. Like just fucking. You're just blind. You look like Stevie wonder. You're like, yeah, I can't. There was a bunch of jokes in the moment that were good. She had a good one liner too. And I, I fucking can't remember it. I should have written it down, written it down, written it down. 
Why do you have all these National Geographic magazines? Um, because I thought it was cool to fill that space with those. Uh, they were downstairs in the downstairs library. What's the dumbest purchase you've ever made? The, so my grandfather had the subscription. Yeah, I know. I'm guessing you're not buying and ones from the 1980s. No. There's 1978. I'm guessing like, you didn't buy that one. Yeah, and then you can buy the jackets with them. So I was like, this is like a library. So I'm not going to What's make the dumbest it? thing you've ever purchased? Who? I mean, private dances definitely are like How much money do you think you've spent at a stri- at strip clubs? More than I want to admit, like from like f- based on like how much money I've saved in my like s- social status and where I'm at and like financially in life, it's way more than I'm willing want to admit. That's for sure, dude. It's easy. It's in the thousands. It's definitely thousands of dollars. Do you think it's five digits? Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. I think you it's think def- it's over ten grand? Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's gotta be, dude. Over my lifetime, mm. you're talking about twenty two. What's the years. most you've you're given 20... in one? What's the most you've spent in one night at a strip club? That's the, that's the beauty is I've never really gone crazy because I also like, I don't have that type of. I'm not like I'm just fucking. I if I did, I would. That's the thing. If I had money. To burn, I would. I would absolutely. No one be. likes strippers more than you. I do like strippers. They're just people, dude, and they're actually interesting people to talk to. When you learn the like, it t- it also took me years and years and years to like learn how to just operate in a strip. Well, club. other like a kids were doing go kart racing, trying to yeah, be but a it is. Driver. I legitimately this guy's been had, talking to strippers, and now he's a professional. I had a stripper tell me I could be a pimp once, and I was like, no fucking. Do you I, remember when the stripper asked me to be a pimp? <laughs> I think I don't. Well, I was and there. Yeah, we were there. I, you told me the story where she was like, "Can I come around with you?" And fucking, I was like, "She asked you to be a pimp." I told you've been Gator your whole dude. I I called it from like the moment I met you. I'm like, this motherfucker's Gator, dude. He's sneaky. You don't realize, but this dude's Gator. And forget you guys who don't know Gator is it's Will Ferrell's character and the other guys. But this He's got stripper, this, like, this uh, like uh, what is it, alter ego? I've only been pimp. to strip clubs with you. I think I don't think I've ever been to a strip club not with you other than the one time i went with nims on a first date well, that's cool but I, like but yeah i've gotten we went to this dirty ass strip club in worcester yeah, it was terrible and the this stripper was who was just ratchet as hell was like "Ooh, you travel around can i like travel with you and you collect my money and i'm like you're literally just asking me to be your pimp yeah but having so i don't know i'm kind of a simp you know what I mean? So I've been hustled. I've definitely been hustled where I'm just like. He puts the simp and pimp. Uh, simp and ain't easy, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take credit for that. That's somebody's uh, gamer tag that I played with on Xbox. But uh, anyway, it's like, uh, what the fuck are we talking about? Oh, yeah. So I've, I've had those experiences. I've been hustled. I've seen. I've seen What's like the most you spent in one night? It's only like 400 bucks or so. It's oh, like okay. not a lot, dude. I like still keep it reasonable. Like respectable. That's a lot like, of money. I, I guess. Yeah, I guess it is a lot. Yeah. But I don't know. I go there. I'm like, I'm gonna, I got 200 bucks for the strip club. And then you hit the, and then you're like, oh, fuck it. I'll go get a priority. You do something silly. And you hit the ATM. And next thing you know, you're tipping out. But here's the, here's the thing. Yeah, there's certain etiquette. I'm not going to get into the ins and outs, but if you know, you know. And if you What's don't, the you don't, craziest thing that's happened to you in a strip club? I mean, I've eaten a stripper out in a private. I've gotten, I, I thought I could have, Bang this girl one night. I'm like I definitely probably could have gotten my dick inside of her 
So I've almost had sex in a strip club, but I mean, I've had a blowjob. I've had my... So here's the thing. I've like fingered a girl in a strip club, which is kind of like they would almost like having your thing, like germs and all that. A lot of them are real weird about germs and shit like that. Like they'll like blow you before they let you even like touch them. Definitely not licking your fingers and getting anywhere near their vagina. But I mean, I've fingered a stripper. I've eaten a stripper out before. I've gotten blowjobs. Like pretty much what all the things you hope happen in a private, like you they do. Like, the whole, like, there's no sex. There, There's absolutely sex in the champagne room. You just have to, like, you can't, not for everybody. You know what I mean? Like, you have to not be a weirdo or gross. Like, I'm sure there's, like, very unattractive people that can't just go pay for a private. Maybe, I mean, there's. What's your exception? There's definitely, like, hoes that'll just kind of, like, do anything for money. But I, those aren't the ones I'm trying to get privates from. I'm trying to find that happy medium where, like, the girl, like, is like seems like a nice girl, but she definitely is is hoey. You know what I mean? They're, at the end of the day, they're hoes, dude. They're doing sexual shit for money, you know. So let's call it what it is. <laughs> but the point is, is you you like either you learn you kind of learn the song and dance, or you don't, and then you so you can be that person who has the same experience every time, where you just like. Uh, Oh hey baby, like you're, you you don't they they literally see, that's that's their entire day is them being complimented on their ass or this that, and they so I'll say weird shit like uh, like hey I'm really good with kids you know a girl like be like grinding on me and I'll whisper in her ears like I'm really good with kids you know and like it fucks with them because they like they're so used to like hearing <laughs> that's about the their ass I think that's eyes. top three worst statements <laughs> yeah, you can say it but strip I don't club. But yeah because I fucking don't care because I'm fucking around because I know at the end of the day like unless I'm paying a bunch of money they're, I'm, they're not they're not gonna be my girlfriend they're not gonna fuck me you know what I mean they're not gonna be like get their number like I've played that whole song then if you ever get a stripper's number like unless you're a real like player and you can like attractive guy and you just like that's something you normally do if this is not something you normally do believe me dude you getting this stripper's number is not something like she doesn't all of a sudden think you're that fucking special guy what she's gonna do is you the texters are gonna go like this you're gonna fucking say shit and she'll be nice and then all of a sudden you'll get like hey i'm working tonight you should swing by that's all it is dude is hey it's just it's like a direct line to hey come in i'm working because i know i can get paid from you when you come in you know what I mean? It's like they're barking. Yeah, dude. If you if you spend if I spend three hundred bucks on one stripper, strip clubs are just bringer shows. Three hundred bucks a day is forty dollars an hour. You're making forty bucks an hour, dude. Most people don't make forty bucks an hour. You know what I mean? So like they can on one guy make three hundred bucks. They're absolutely gonna fucking text that guy. You know what I mean? But you don't learn that until you fucking have twenty two years of going to strip clubs getting hustled thinking like oh shit maybe i'll fucking hang out with this chick because maybe i fucking we had that random rapport or whatever and then you realize like oh this bitch is just trying to just get me to come and fucking spend money like you know what i mean and then you stop doing that shit and then you learn how to just like learn what it is but with that being said like you see good strippers you have to see ones that have like good etiquette make but still make bank you know what i mean the ones who don't need to be like uh, that was four songs. You're like, what the fuck? Like, those all sounded like the same goddamn song. Like, you're going to say next? You're going to say, do you want one? There's certain etiquettes. Like, hey, do you want me to keep going? That's it. That's all I and say. And if you want to be a stripper, start in pageants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> everything, the go-kart tab Everything one. is Every, that fucking parallel is the go-kart parallel. That was a legendary rant, strip club rant. You I'm still not on. done because here's the thing. Having learned, <laughs> all right, so having had all these years of experience, seeing good strippers, bad strippers, I was sitting down with this girl on the couch one day and I was like, listen, I was like, you're doing it all wrong. You can't just like go around and play the percentage. Hey, do you want to dance? Hey, do you want to dance? Hey, do you want to dance? Knowing that like eventually some guy will be like, oh yeah, whatever. If you just like that takes you five minutes. If you take two minutes and sit on that guy's lap and make him think that you want to suck his dick, you're going to take all his money. You Wolf of Wall Streeted her pussy. Nine out of ten times, you're going to take all of his money. You just have to invest a little bit of time in any one of these guys and make them think but like when you're just walking around they're just like no i'm gonna find like i want someone to talk to you know what i mean like there's like most of us know what it is but we still want a certain level of like human interaction you know we don't just to completely be a financial transaction like we want a slight bit of separation let that allure of like maybe if whatever like i was slick enough i could fuck her later you know what i mean like that's it you just need to i don't know what you mean but give a hint no they need to give you a hint of that and you'll, you, that's, you don't need to, cause most guys will give 20 bucks here, 20 bucks there, whatever. They have a set limit, dude. And they will give that set limit to you. And they give you all the money in their pocket that they came to spend to you. If you just spend a little time with them. Right. But they're not, some guys will say yes, if you play that percentage, but some guys like me who have been there enough are like, I'm not just going to say yes. Cause you came over. Hey, uh, do you want to buy me a drink? Like, no, fuck off. Like, you got plenty of money, dude. Like, I don't, I'm not going to buy it. That's the first thing you ask me. Some girls are like, hey, can I sit down? Do you mind if I sit down? They sit down. They'll chat you up. Some girls say, hey, can I sit down? They sit down and then fucking don't say anything. And then you're like, why am I going to get the lap dance from you? Like, just a little bit of rapport. You can have all my money. So I was saying this to this girl that had this rant. And she was like, you, you know, because you, I was saying, like, I could totally manage a strip club. Like, I'd be a manager of a strip club, and the, all the girls would make plenty of money. Because so I could coach them up. Like, I'm like the Phil Jackson, you know? Like, I can't, I'm not like a player, but I definitely know what you need to do to make money. And I was just on this rant, buzzed up with this girl, and she goes, you could be a pimp. <laughs> I was like, dude, that is the best compliment I've ever had in my life, but I could never hit a girl. You got to hit a bitch to be a pimp. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I could manage a strip club. That's as far as it goes. But, like, I could never be violent. Like, I, I'm a mama's boy, dude. I love my mom. Like, you got to, like, have zero respect for women. What do you love more? <laughs> my mom or strippers? <laughs> yeah. Depends on the season. Hey, all th- Every stripper on earth Einstein's- is, hanging, is about to fall into a volcano. Einstein's- or your mom. <laughs> Which one are you? Uh, I'm going to save my mom, you asshole. <laughs> Fucking hey. <laughs> That just means there's there's a lot of fucking openings and some girls are going to be like, I can finally... You know. Yeah. You didn't say all the women of the world are following. The, exactly. So that means there's a lot of vacancies in yeah. the stripper world opening up for bitches that want, need jobs. Yeah. We're thinking about it. There's going to be a lot more creepy dudes out in society. I don't know. I, there's, I think, you know, I think there's a lot of parallels to stripping and stand-up too. Like they go up, they do their five minute set. They're fucking. Some of them bomb. Some of them crush. Like you really, like there really is. Like you, you're as vulnerable as you're possible. flapping your lips. We are kind of naked on stage. Like we're vul- Like when we're really being ourselves. Like you're missing all the great jokes. When we're, I, 
Because I'm on a fucking epic rant right now. <laughs> what say say the joke again? I'm sorry. I said started. we're both flapping our lips. We are <laughs> for sure. But yeah, you're vulnerable. You're you're like I don't know what it is. <laughs> fucking idiot. We Not did you it. And me. I'm the fucking. We idiot. did an hour and a half. Did we? Yeah. Oh, I feel like we. They're just getting into it. I know. I you, could do this for I could do this for fucking seven hours. He has a podcast. I don't have a podcast. Don't say that. It's out there. I have ten episodes of a podcast. That's that like I being like, oh, the office isn't a TV show. All right. Because it's not on the air anymore. All right. I have ten episodes of a podcast I did, but I'm rebranding it. Eventually, like I want to start doing it again. I'm gonna rebrand it. I'm gonna have different producer, all that shit, but yeah. I love this so I was, much. I was afraid I was we were gonna have nothing to talk about, and then I realized like I've been sitting here ranting about strippers for fucking twenty minutes, and then I was like, it was like a fifteen. It was like a fifteen minute rant. Fucking talk about I, this dude always ropes me into talking about strippers somehow. I didn't. We talk. We we probably did this the last time we did the podcast. Too, yeah, dude. but we had a lot of good shit to talk about on the podcast. Did we? Too. Did we talk about good shit? We did there? talk about I, good shit. The mushrooms did hit me a little. I wasn't tripping, but I was like, oh, shit, dude. I can feel them on my chest a little bit. No, I it think was, this was a great podcast. It was? was, it, was Thank it, you very much I'm for really, doing yeah, it. Yeah, because I'm insecure, you guys. So leave in, leave in the comments in the YouTube section. I love this so are much. We gonna, are you going to start doing contests, though? I think Sam should do giveaways for, to build his subscriber base. What do you guys think? Leave in the comments section. This has been bucked up. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah